Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Jacqueline. And it's Alana. And welcome to another installment of Black and, and Yellow. Yellow. Thanks so much for joining us. So today's episode is a little bit different. Generally, uh, Jackie and I pick a topic, we do a bunch of research, and then we talk about it. This particular topic actually stems from a conversation that we've had quite a couple, few times. Yeah, a couple yeah. times now, here and there. Yeah, and uh, we just have differing opinions and so we figured, let's record one of these conversations that we're probably going to have again. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and let you guys listen in and see what you think, see who you agree with, who right. you disagree with. Correct. Because today we are talking about a problematic word. That word is the word exotic. exotic. Who's exotic? Who's calling someone exotic? exotic? Yeah. Like, we're going to talk about this This ugly e word or at least i think it's an ugly e word jackie might disagree I, I don't think it's an ugly e word okay we're gonna talk about it we're gonna talk about it <laughs> <laughs> so yeah exactly like i said before jackie and i stand on two not super opposite ends mm. but we have two differing perspectives definitely and i don't know we this conversation tends to get a little bit spirited <laughs> but trust me we will remain friends and of you will course. have a podcast <laughs> next week <laughs> Um, okay, so to get started, I I guess I'll start with a little bit of backstory on why this word irritates and me. The definition. Yeah, we'll like get into all of that. that. So actually, let's start at the definition. That might just be easier. So dictionary.com defines the word exotic. So it's got six different definitions on that site. Four of them are adjectives and two of them are nouns. So exotic, the first definition is of foreign origin or character not native, introduced from abroad, but not fully naturalized. So the example there is like exotic food, exotic plants, exotic locations, so on and so forth. The next definition is strikingly unusual or strange in effect or appearance, an exotic hairstyle. Ooh la la. Ooh. The next one is of a uniquely new or experimental nature, like exotic weapons. The last one is of or relating to or involving strip teasing, like Ooh. exotic dance. Uh, so up until now, these have all been adjectives to describe things, places, objects. objects. Not, Not exactly humans. humans. So for the noun, it, it states uh, showing that something is exotic, like a flower, for instance, is exotic. And the final definition, and here's where it gets human, is uh, an exotic dancer or a striptease dancer. So that's the that's definition. The origin of the word, so it's of Greek origin, and uh, the beginning of the word is exo, meaning outside. And then exitos is the original form of the word, and it means from the outside, or the Latin word is exotix. So there, there you go. And all of it means meaning unusual, strange, foreign, not alien, from not from here. So the reason that I have such an issue with this word, I didn't realize I had an issue with it until about 2013, 2014. Was that when uh, 12 Years a Slave came out? Uh, I think it was somewhere around so. there. Maybe. Lupita Nyong'o was having like at her ultra, ultra moment. She was breaking through and on so many different American news publications, she was often called exotic that was like the the overarching adjective to describe, describe her. her before it was you know 
supremely talented, strikingly beautiful. Exotic was always the lead in word. Mm. And I started to go, what is going on here? What's what's with everyone calling Lupita exotic? Uh, Because she's from the United States. She's a darker-skinned African-American girl with a Hispanic-sounding name, but she's not really that exotic. Her look is not the typical white standard of beauty, but she's as exotic as, like, Meryl Streep, if we're just putting it bluntly. So I started to go, what's with everyone calling her exotic? She's beautiful. She's striking. She's talented. Why does she have to have a qualifier for her beauty? Um, and then I remember telling you this randomly one day, Jack, and oh, we're gonna, I'm going to send it over to you. How do you feel about it? What was your retort to that? I, I've never perceived that word as something very negative. I've always, I've always thought about exotic, like, like, like the definition of like new and different and something cool and exciting and uh, alluring and mysterious. Mm -hmm. And so maybe I have more of an attachment to the, to the positive side of that versus the, the, the negative connotation of the word of, of it maybe just being dis- being described as objects or something of of not this nature mm-hmm. um but i i also i think my background lends to like i i've experienced many different cultures and i've lived in brazil and so i've never felt like i either was calling something super exotic or i just i feel like i've expo- i've been exposed to a lot of cultures and a lot of I guess you could say exotic things and worlds that Mm -hmm. I've I've never seen that as something that I need to call exotic it's one of the words that I don't really use a lot in general okay and I think I also grew up in an area where I wasn't like an exotic looking girl even though a lot of Asians are called exotic Mm -hmm. so I think I just haven't been exposed to it as many other women have Mm -hmm. and so for me I see it as like people have said oh it's a backhanded compliment how dare you all this stuff I don't I don't see it as something very negative I see it as like oh they genuinely think I'm beautiful or that's beautiful and they just don't know anything about it therefore they're choosing that word and that word is not the right word there's many ways to say someone's beautiful and different Um, I don't think exotic is the right word but I've I've never seen it as something terribly horrible okay um so here's my gripe with the word to the person that said to you like it's a backhanded compliment i would oh i read about it i didn't know i didn't oh okay got it so so you know that standpoint um for those of you who don't know i'm just gonna i'm just gonna plead my case here on why i think that word needs to not be used to describe people i and i agree with you on that i don't think people should be described as exotic yeah i mean just from the definitions that i read they were the word was assigned to people, place to uh, things, objects, and hairstyles, but not specifically hairstyles. Yeah, and I kind of get it. I mean, if it's a yeah. if it's a hairstyle that maybe has a regionalism, a cultural tie, it's I get not. It. Yeah. it doesn't fit within our standard of beauty. I could sure. see assigning that word to a hairstyle, but to a person, you're essentially telling that person you're beautiful. I think you're really pretty. You're really desirable. You're just not the normal standard of beauty. There's something different about right. you, whether it's a cultural thing, whether it's the way you wear your hair that makes you look like you have a certain style. It's just something that I don't, can't put my finger on, you know? It's not safe. So instead of really educating myself and delving to figure out what that thing is, 
I'm just going to throw the E word on it. And mm. that'll just like cover the entire yeah. ground. Of right. Who I'm just going to put you in this category and you're just going to have to deal with it. Yeah. Because you look a certain way. And, 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 and I think I'm actually complimenting you, putting you in this category and making you feel or making the person feel, you know, not very normal. Right. And I think that you kind of hit it on the head. The, the, the thought of it's a compliment, like you, to one person, it might be giving a compliment, but to another person who's receiving it, it's a total slap in the face. Yeah. There's I a- think there's two extremes to that. I think maybe there are some women who are like, yeah, I'm exotic and I'm going to own it. And I love being exotic or something. I'm sure somewhere there, there's women who know they look different yeah. and are proud of that. Right. And own it and like to be different and like to to, to to have the eyes on them and know that they are this beauty. I don't know whether if I were to interview them and, you know, ask them if they like being called exotic, but that, that idea of them having a different standard of beauty, you know, and they own it versus some women who are also just don't have the same standard of, I guess, Western beauty, but they don't, they don't, they don't want to be different. They want to be normal. Right. I hear what you're saying, but I I guess my retort to that is, yes, it's great to not look like everybody else because you want to look uniquely you, but why does a, why do we have to put a qualifier on someone else's beauty? Yes, I totally agree. That's, that's where I'm getting at. Right. Um, and I think that there's a difference between intention and impact. You might not be ill-intentioned to call someone exotic. You might mean it as a compliment, but to the person that's receiving said compliment or maybe a microaggression, depending on who that who person, person is, is and how they choose to uh, to receive that that word, mm-hmm. um, the impact the person who's issuing that that compliment or backhanded compliment can't control the impact that that word has to the person receiving it. Right, and that's my biggest gripe with it is right. that just because you might not mean anything bad by it just because you might not know what else to say in that moment where you're like uh this person's a no i don't know exotic beauty why not just take the qualifier out why not just treat them as you would any normal human being i think and call them ugly or ugly beautiful whatever the case may be i think there needs to be a moment of like oh that like they look exotic and that word pops into their head I think there needs to be a second to think about how can I phrase of like, where are you, where are you from? I, I like, I don't see many people with your kind of beauty and they could say they're from somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. And it's like, wow, I haven't met a lot of people like that. You are beautiful. You know, something along the lines where you're telling them that yes, they're different because maybe they're not from here. But why or, do we have to draw up on someone's difference? I guess that's my question. I think it's just if, if you are so strikingly stunned about this person's beauty, as a person, I like as a human being or as a woman, I would be really curious to be like, I have grown up in LA. Yes, I've traveled a lot of a lot of parts of the world. I've never seen this kind of beauty. And I'm just curious where it comes from or what's your ethnicity or what's your background. So I could just know to be like, wow, I bet if I go there, I'm going to see like people who look just like you. And that's going to be, that's going to open my eyes to be like, I didn't know Sri Lankan people looked like this. I didn't know, you know, cause I'm not in that country. I don't watch Sri Lankan TV or anything like that. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't try to make them feel different. I would just let them know, like, I don't see this kind of beauty often. 
I wouldn't still call them exotic, though. That wouldn't be my go-to. But don't you even think by what you just said, you're otherizing that other person? And maybe that other person doesn't want to be otherized because they've been made to feel like an other their entire life. Yes, I definitely agree with that. I just think that sometimes if you're just curious and you want to know, like I, like you said, there's a difference between intention and impact. Mm -hmm. My intention wouldn't be to hurt that person or to make them feel a certain way. And hopefully they would feel that from my from my language or my energy. Hopefully. But again, like intention and impact are different. You might intend for the compliment to be well-intentioned, but whether or not that person receives it as that is a whole different ballgame. Right. And at the end of the day, if we all want to be treated as equals, shouldn't we not otherize someone else? I agree. Even if we're issuing a compliment? Yes, I do agree with that. It just... I think I've I've never really thought about it as otherizing that person. I've mm-hmm. never had someone blatantly tell me that or blatantly f- feel like they were or that I had rubbed them the wrong way. You know? Right. Um, I, I get that that's, that's happened a lot with women mm-hmm. and that that's just not, that's something that's just not okay. But I don't, I don't think exotic should be the word used to describe someone's beauty at all right but yet it's still a word that like has not been erased from our vernacular absolutely Um, the there's a a writer named amina ziard and she writes for the colony and she has a really great quote about this particular word and that quote is exotic is not a compliment it's an other using mechanism reserved for the foreign strange and unfamiliar it's a microaggression which i could totally see how someone would take it as a microaggression if their entire lives they've always made to feel other even if someone is giving them a compliment and is has positive intention behind it sure if you just want to feel normal and you just want to fit in and be like everyone else i could see how this word could be taken in a really wrong context yeah and i think the fact that people with power or you know magazines and and tv shows things that have like a status behind them use this word frequently mm-hmm. doesn't help that either you know true and just to reiterate i don't know if we've ever just defined what a microaggression is on the show no, so I just don't that we're we all on the same page here um a microaggression would be a comment or action that subtly and often unconsciously or unintentionally expresses a prejudiced attitude toward a member of a marginalized group so just so that we're clear on why someone would take that as, as a microaggression. Um, another microaggression, a couple of other examples, just so that you're clear, would be telling a, a, a very dark black girl, you're pretty for a dark skinned girl. Right. Or you're, you're, you're for Asian. Oh, you're, you're Asian, so you're good at math. Yeah. Like those are all examples yeah. of microaggression where right. you might not be ill-intentioned when you offer that compliment. compliment. I put compliment in, in quotes here. But uh when it lands, when the person receiving it hears it, they can take it in a negative way. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah. So some people might look at the word exotic as a microaggression. I could totally understand that. I think in particular, where I started to get really bothered by this word when I was talking about, like, you know, watching Lupita Nyong'o, like, rise to success is this, this fact that 
Timeless, elegant, classic. Those are words that we usually use to describe white celebrities. No one is calling Kate Hudson or Gwyneth Paltrow uh, exotic. No one's calling them that word. No, because not at all. They're not exotic. They're from the United States. Right. They're safely ethnic. We can see them. We know that they are white women. Therefore, they get those uh, colorless adjectives. Mm -hmm. Timeless, elegant, classic, all of those things that all women want to be, regardless of what color they are. Absolutely. However, someone like Lupita will get exotic. Because essentially what the read there is, the read there is... We can't put a finger on what your ethnicity is. It doesn't fall within our white standard of beauty. It's kind of hard to figure out. You have dark black skin with a Mexican name. We don't know. You're exotic. We have to draw forth on the fact right. that you're not from here. You're not right. native in order to then turn around and praise you. Right. And I think that there is something deeply wrong with that. Yes. I think... I think them magnifying the differences for the sake of how to describe her, you know, just like on yeah. the cover of the magazine or the interview. I think there's so much emphasis on the difference sometimes that it 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 pulls away from from her just being a woman and a good actress and that's that's all that is kind of needs to be said, you know? They don't talk about I don't know. I think it's also this thing of like Americans or the general public being obsessed with novelty and Oh, that's a good point. And the fact that they're American, so maybe they're I don't know, I don't want to say boring, but not necessarily cultured. Hmm. You know? So they want to put an emphasis on someone who's different, who looks different, and who speaks different because we don't have enough of that here or we're not exposed to it enough. Interesting. Oh, and that's it, so interesting that you say that. And it becomes, a, it can, it can becomes shown in a negative light. Right. I also wonder, just to piggyback off what you're saying, I wonder if part of white America's need to... Um, I guess, pat her exotic looks on the back and, and highly praise her and compliment her, even if it is with this backhanded compliment. I wonder if that's also white America's way of saying, we know we fucked up in the past and we're trying to make things right now. So so we open our arms to anyone who's yeah, different. We, we like dark-skinned people and we like people that are different than us and don't share our similar narrative. Yep. Like, we fucked up a lot in the past, so let's try and make it right now, right now and forever and hopefully that'll just erase our bad doings mm -hmm. you saying that just totally made that pop into my head and yeah. i wonder if that has something to do with it because i see i see it often i don't just see it you know in celebrities i see it with food you know this whole foodie sensation that's mm -hmm. going on now i see it with, on television i i've experienced it just me being from many different cultures and background um that that there's kind of this slight obsession with like wow, you're different and beautiful and that's why you stand out. And if you're just the normal American, you're boring. Well, ethnicity has been so commodified yeah. as of the past five years. And I think I've said it on the show before. If white, American make, if white America can make money off of it, we're golden. Well, right. Then, then it's all gravy because there's a, there's a gravy train to mm -hmm. follow. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
so I, but it also saddens me because I think that while that word might sound like a compliment, it also definitely draws into a really sharp focus the fact that whoever you're talking about is not from here. So immediately yes. there's a racial and mention anytime you call someone exotic, regardless of what race yes, they are. Absolutely. And I think on, on the on the opposite end of that, from the person who's saying that word, it shows how clearly you're coming from a place of ignorance. Because if you if you don't know something, that's okay. A lot of people don't know things. Right. But the fact that you're commenting it on the woman's beauty or the man's beauty by generalizing them in, in this category of exotic, go and do your homework first mm-hmm. and and figure out, you know, I don't know, a little bit of homework, or a little bit of research, or like we were kind of in our first pilot about, um, you know, staying woke. It's like if you if you know better, then say better or do better. But let's say for sake of argument, this was like an in-the-moment sort of moment where it's like... He just like couldn't Generic hold white lady walking down the street... And you walk towards her and she's like, like struck, like, oh my, you're, you're so exotic looking. Look at those almond shaped eyes and that dark hair. I mean, she doesn't, A, she doesn't realize that what she just said to you may or may not be taken as a compliment, a compliment. Right. You know what I mean? I think that's the unconscious part of, of the use of this word that I just can't stand. Yes. And I guess my question is, how do we fix it in the moment? Because she, that woman is not going to go home and be right. like, hmm, should I, I have called that, 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 that girl exotic? I don't really know. Right. Like, I highly doubt that that's going to happen. No. I mean, my, first, my first point, what I think about initially is like, oh, damn, she's never been around Asians. You know, she yeah. has no freaking clue what, what we look like or where we're from or used to them around, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So I think, A, if it was me, not anyone else. I would show a little bit of compassion because right. I would know that she just isn't educated. And if I got the chance, I would tell her, you know, um, on second thoughts, you know, uh, what like what I would if I got the chance, I would educate her on what exactly does that mean. But do you think she'd listen? Probably not. Okay. Yeah. So they're so they're in the the cycle just keeps can just yeah. keeps going. Right. Yeah. I don't know how, I think the more conversations we can have about this, I mean, when I was just researching this topic, there were so many articles so written many. about it. I mean, um, the podcast stuff mom never told you has mm-hmm. a whole nice episode on it. Yeah, they do. Um, I think the more we can also put more ethnic- different types of ethnicities in the media, it'll help. Like you were saying something about Kim Kardashian, about like how they they look different. But yeah, totally. You yeah, know, they're for- yeah, for as problematic and and for some people, Kim Kardashian and the Kardashian clan are very problematic. For me, I don't have a problem with them. I don't watch the show. But one thing I will give Kim Kardashian is that sh- she helped set a new standard of beauty Absolutely. in the United States. Yeah. Hands down, anyone can take me to task on that. I'm sticking up for Kim Kardashian because before it was all Paris Hilton. Remember her road dog, her crony. Remember when Kim worked for Paris Hilton, who in a lot of ways embodied our white standard of beauty. She was tall. She was thin. She was blonde. She has ice blue eyes. And I say that in a positive way because her eyes are gorgeous. She's got long blonde hair. She's got a ton of money. She's like, 
classic what you think of like a yeah she, I white mean, girl but she would be either a classic beauty a timeless beauty the girl next door the cali girl like she embodies all, all of those of, all of that yes and all of a sudden here comes kim kardashian completely flipping dark that. features yeah she has dark features Thick, she's curvaceous. curvaceous she's not a white woman right. she is now a safely ethnic woman that white america loves, loves. because they spent a lot of money on her. She's made them money. They've made her money. So it's a great working relationship. But like she has 100% changed the way that we look at beauty in the right. United States. She made ethnic beauty cool. And right. for that... Give it to her. Give it up for Kim Kardashian. Yeah, right? But that's not the, uh, the, I mean, that's the topic it, of this podcast. Right, not at all. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I guess I'm a really big Kim Kardashian fan <laughs> just, and just am now realizing it. But um, yeah, I mean, even when she was breaking, she was called exotic a lot too. And she was from here. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's yeah. just, it's, it's otherizing. And to a certain degree, I feel like it's fetishizing as well. Oh, absolutely. Um, the United States loves to fetishize and I guess in this case exoticize women of different races. Women yeah, of different races, ridiculous. especially African American women and Asian women, yeah. have been completely hypersexualized right. and oversexualized and fetishized in the media constantly, constantly all the time. All the time. And I think that this word, utilizing this word, it has some sort of kinky connotations mm -hmm. they might be very subtle but i think to call someone exotic whenever i hear that i'm like oh it means that she's not from here and somehow there's like a a sexual right. component yes, to this that for like sure. they want to have sex with her yeah you know? <laughs> because and, and yeah they want to have sex with her and i'm sure that there is some kinky fantasy involving a woman of a different race absolutely even if it's just even if the fantasy is just like ticking that box on the oh i yeah you know had sex with a black girl right. oh i had sex with an asian girl yeah whatever on the bucket list um yeah i think that that's a connotation that still sticks with this word mm -hmm. which is another reason that i gristle the the times that i've been called this word and so also let's talk about that because yeah. i i have I've been made fun of for my eyes. Like I've been like, you know, gone through that whole, I lived in Orange County for a couple uh, years. and So they did not understand you. They did not understand right. me. I was like. And they weren't kind about it I either. was the only Asian girl in a sea of white people. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was such an, an interesting growing learning experience at 14. Um, quite traumatizing actually. Right. But I actually was thinking about this when we decided to talk about this on our, on our show. I don't think I've ever been called exotic. And I think to your lot, face or behind your back? Either or. Okay. Not that I know of, at okay. least. Um, I grew up in the San Gabriel Valley, which is a predominantly Asian community. So that, I think, already didn't lend that to be something that I was called. Mm -hmm. uh, and when I was living in Brazil, there's a lot of Asians in Brazil. Mm -hmm. Um so I so tell me about that because I know you've been called it multiple times. Yeah. So I went to college in upstate New York. To be clear, I wear my hair straight and up in like a top knot with bangs a lot of the time. But I also wear my hair natural, especially when I was in college and was too broke to get my hair straightened and didn't have enough time to straighten mm. it myself. I would wear it naturally, which is with just like some curl activator and coconut oil and like letting it air dry and that was my look and it results in like kind of big kinky curls and depending on how I decided to pull it back or put it half up half down or whatever would sort of 
alter my look a little bit. Okay. Anytime I wore my hair curly, I definitely got the like double stare, even if it was from people that I was in class with going, whoa, oh, Alana, Big that's hair. you. You look so different. Oh my goodness. And then being hit on by guys either who went to IC or who went to the Ivy League on the other hill, Cornell, uh, I got hit on by a lot of white guys and exotic was a word that often came up, whether it was because they didn't quite know what to say. Right. Or that was the the thought is like, oh, you look exotic and I just feel the need to tell you to tell you that anytime I would hear it, I would just sort of gristle because I'm I grew up in Los Angeles, California. I'm from here. I don't necessarily feel like I look strikingly different Mm -hmm. to put me in a category of exotic Mm -hmm. i'm just a black girl Mm -hmm. and very clearly like you have had very little experience with black girls that maybe didn't look like me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but nonetheless i felt like it was quantifying my beauty i felt like it was a way of saying you're beautiful but you're this kind of beautiful you're not really worthy of being called just beautiful or just pretty i have to Comp- I have to make a comment on the compliment was oh, always the way that I, I took see. it. Like okay. you're pretty and you do it for me. I mean, you do it for me in this way. Cause I usually think this is pretty, but, but you're exotic. Yeah. And exactly. that's a whole different category of yeah. beauty in my mind. Right. You're already marginalized enough. I'm going to go ahead and marginalize your beauty Even more. too. Right. Just so that, you know, you don't fit in like the, the typical white. Standard right. And so this was box. happening a lot in New York. It happened a lot in upstate New York. It doesn't happen so much here. Maybe I'm like, thankful. Yeah. Maybe like <gasps> I've been LA. called ex- exotic, like four or five times post-college in Los Angeles. Uh, yeah. But I a see. lot in upstate New York and, and where I went to school, Ithaca college, Ithaca is a really like interesting hippie town yeah. way upstate. And, um, there was a lot of middle America Mm. that attended college there. And I'm not knocking middle America, but it was the first time that I had ever dealt with middle America though. I had traveled all around as a young child. We've my parents and I traveled the country. We traveled the globe. We'd never really been to middle America. Mm -hmm. I had never really seen or experienced middle America. So it was a shock for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Interesting. Yeah. I don't, that's, that's, and I, in my head, I assumed that these people that were calling me exotic were, were middle America bound and just didn't know any better. But at the same time, I think it comes down to you don't, they don't know better, but I think in this day and age, you cannot not know better. Like that's, that's like, that's the excuse that I, that's not an excuse. That's what am I trying to say here? That is not an excuse for you to stay in your unwokeness. You know, yeah, I true. Yes. The world is rapidly changing and it's, it's important to educate yourself on what's happening in the world. But then the question arises, like the person that uses the person that feels it okay to call someone exotic is probably not going to go home and question their use of that word. No, not at all. Because depending on, are they going home to their family? They're all white family. Do they have any sort of ethnic friends? Do you have any friends that are going to actually tell it to their face of like, hey, I just want to let you know, buddy, like you you probably shouldn't be using this word. You know, like calling them out on it. Right. So on and so forth. So how, like I said, I think the key is, you know, to talk about it to there's a lot of articles on it i think media has a lot to do with it and the more and more it can become sort of um i don't know sort of like weaning it out then people will have an awareness 
that that is not the right word to use, period. Yeah, I would say if you think, if you are going to issue a compliment utilizing this word and you're just not sure, stop and think maybe if you took the person standing on the other side of this compliment away and maybe replaced it with like a member of the majority race. Right. The majority gender. Would you call that person this word? Would you call a white yeah. man would exotic? You go up, would you just no. go up to someone? Yeah, and be like, no. Oh, you wouldn't oh, call man, a white I'm, man exotic. Almost, you wouldn't I, call a white woman exotic. So don't call a brown girl exotic just because it. you don't know who or what she is. I like, almost want to do an social experiment okay. of how white people would react if their own white people called them exotic. I remember when Elizabeth Olsen, you know, Mary Kate and Ashley's yeah. sister. I remember when she was on the cover of In Style. And I only remember this because I remember reading this quote and being like, Girl, what? But she was talking about her like physical appearance and how, you know, like she's Elizabeth Olsen. She's gorgeous, but she's sort of girl next door, sort yeah. of vanilla all around. And she said something akin to like, well, I have always wondered what I would look like with darker hair. I've always wanted to dye it. I feel like it would give me a more exotic look. And I, and I just like laughed because I was like, um, Elizabeth yeah. Olsen. See, once like, again. Like you're as white as they come. Like right? you're going to look like a white girl with but brown it's like, hair. But it's like, Why? Why do they even have to like think of this like novelty thing of like then I'll look more like this because because I'm so generic and American that I I want to feel you know it's like what is it with them having a slight obsession with feeling or looking different or or dealing with all this differentness Right. You know? Well, I think everyone wants to stand out in their own unique way. And look, everyone wants what they can't have. The, the right. straight hair girls want curly and the curly hair girls want straight. It's always like that. Um, so I think that that's where it comes from naturally. I think, though, as women of color, we're always going to be a little bit different in the social scheme because we're women of color. We, we yes. have that to separate us. But when right. you're a white woman or a white man, you're a member of a majority race. There's a lot of you. How do you stand apart? Mm -hmm. How do mm -hmm. you stand different? Right. And I think that that could, that also could call into, that could be the answer to the question you just asked of like, why does this novelty, why do they want this novelty? Yeah. Well, everyone wants to be different. Everyone right. needs their own little right. bit of flair, as right. I call it. Yes, What's I my agree. flair? I'm a black girl with natural hair. What's there your you flair? Go. You're an adorable Asian chick. Aww. We already have that flair built in. But in when, regardless of whether we want it or not, yeah, it's there. Yeah, definitely. If anything, it's like, well, tell, right. ja tell me about Jackie. She's awesome. She's smart. She's an Asian chick. Tell me about Alana. She's a fiery black girl. Like, we always have those qualifiers to describe us. Right. Not everyone else does. Mm -hmm. I agree. And some people need that, that little flair. Yeah, or they or, yeah, or they either are surrounded by they want to be different. They want to be unique. And maybe whatever they have that they think is not. Right. You know, which it is, but you know, that's for them to figure it out. Totally. But I agree. But all in all, I'm just saying, I'm a black woman living in Los Angeles, California. There is not a day Ooh. that goes by that I am not reminded that I am different because I'm black and I'm different because I'm a woman. I don't yeah. need you telling me that my beauty is any different right then and if you're gonna say that someone is beautiful then just tell them they're beautiful yeah you know fuck the qualifier right. qualifiers suck like and if you're that wowed by them then then talk to them have a conversation mm -hmm. to them before you just go up and be like where are you from or what do you do or where like you know have a car like ease into it buddy like don't just go <laughs> up don't just go up to a woman and be like i think you're fucking gorgeous where are you from yeah you know she's gonna 
she's gonna react like, hey, hi, nice to meet you. What's your name? Can we get to know each other? No, I don't want to get to know you anymore. And and just treat her like she's just a normal person. Like, you know what I mean? I yeah. think just people and, and also having the social skills to know that that's something that that's the that's the way you go about it. True. You know, talk we, to them first. Talk about your 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 common interests, what they like, you know, things that may bond you guys. And then and then if you really want to know, then ask, oh, where are your parents from? Or like, this is where I'm from. So on and so forth. True. I mean, there's a lot of ways they go about it. They're just not. You need your own app, Jackie. Men are stupid. You need your own. Whoa, <laughs> you really need your own app now. Um, okay, guys, thanks for tuning in. Moral of this podcast. Let's just stop calling yeah. people exotic. And then I also want to say, like, if it happens over, like, just also, it's a word. And words have power because we attach meanings to it. Agreed. And if we cannot give that word so much power, then maybe it won't be used as much. I don't know. I just, I have this thing of, like, you know, giving your power away when when it may not be necessary or you know, yeah. You know, so don't give it that much power as well. And if you can, educate them. Educate them. Perfect. There you go, guys. Translation: I'm beautiful. Just call me beautiful. You don't have to call me an exotic beauty. Right. And just because <laughs> I'm Asian doesn't mean I'm good at math. <laughs> there you go. No, she sucks at it. Okay. <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>